Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The following is a NUC NFL Draft Bible exclusive. of the sports tech guys let's see here we are on episode number 23 or 22 technically just because yesterday we weren't able to get it in my co-host Dave Schumann and I at the NEC media day northeast football conference media day and we were balls to the wall live coverage and thanks to the power of technology we were able to bring that to you live, 90 minutes of live streaming interviews, and then, you know, we will now post the archives on our YouTube channel and website, but that's the great thing about technology is that we can get everything out there in real-time action to the fans as if they're there. And the people on Awful Announcing, there's a wonderful article about is Facebook live streaming the future of sports broadcasting. And you know what? Uh, You see YouTube scrambling and Twitter and Snapchat and Periscope. And, you know, if they don't catch up with the Joneses, it it just may well be for especially amateur uh, sports and uh, some of the smaller collegiate levels of athletics. Uh, Basically, you you can find a, you know, school, university internship, uh, video broadcast team and live stream every event in real time and bring it to the people. So pretty cool stuff. You know, my co-host Dave Schumann, uh, this is Rick Saratella. Uh, Dave is on a coaching assignment today, so I'm flying solo. And we're going to hop and bop around. But, uh, you know, I'm sure this first week of August when we begin our NFL training camp kickoff, Uh, We'll be on the road for about 10 straight days. I'm sure there'll be a few days where Dave is going to be flying solo as well. So anybody out there who wants to come on as a guest, uh, you know, that last week of July into the first week of August, if you want to co-host and and fill in for me, we will definitely have some dates available. If you have a cool new technology product, get at me, RIC at NFLDraftBible.com. And we have some really, really cool stuff coming here. At the sports tech guys that people can get on, involved with, be on board, and uh, really unite. And shout out to starters. I know they had their launch party out in New York, and I think Dave made it up there. We had the Kerry Win event at Miami Mike's, another live stream event we brought to you uh, for the fans, our Big Blue kickoff party. And speaking of the training camp tour, I mean, we will be on the road in New England covering the Patriots. We'll have coverage of uh, Kevin Falk Hall of Fame induction. We'll have coverage of the Athletic American Conference Media Day. So if you enjoyed what we did at NEC, look out for the AAC Media Day. 
We will be at Odell Beckham Jr.'s youth football camp. We will be at the Giants' 30-year Super Bowl reunion and then Giants football camp and then Eagles football camp. So it can't stop, won't stop. If you like all that access, uh, want to subscribe to our premium content or just check it out for free, use our promo code DRAFT2016. So some of the things going on that I just posted in the Sports Tech Guys Facebook group. Uh, David Shaw talking about how virtual reality tricks the brain into properly preparing for game day decisions. There's an article about that. There's actually a video of him talking and discussing that and answering questions about virtual reality training. Of course, Stanford, one of those schools participating. Uh, We had the Striver CEO on with us talking about Stanford as one of the schools who are using virtual reality for training purposes and uh, David Shaw, Stanford head coach, talks about some of the hours that you know players are putting in and why it's effective, why it might not be effective, the pros and cons of virtual reality. NBC Sports, they continue to grow. Of course, they will be live streaming uh, 85 Olympic sports and 360 panoramic. And now they continue to acquire <clears throat> um, Sports Engine which becomes a part of NBC Sports Group. And this is a uh, swimming swimming type of company that uh, I believe they have 4,000 subscribed swimming swimmers or something to that effect. I, I wasn't able to dig deep into that article, but we've talked about the expansion of NBC and a, another acquisition for them right here leading up to the Olympics. Um, F1 Formula Racing now using technology to enforce track limits, uh, you know, detecting when drivers go off the course and using sensors to uh, enforce rules and for safety. So F1 formula racing, I thought that was interesting. Um, augmented reality glasses let you see Pokemon everywhere. Here's something that'll blow your mind. Reading this article, okay, the first sentence is, you ever wonder what it feels like to see all the Pokemon around you all the time without looking at your phone? And curiously enough, I've never wondered that. So if you have, though, there are now augmented reality glasses. And we posted this in the Sports Tech Guys Facebook group. But you don't need to use your phone to see Pokemon. You can put these glasses on and live in Pokemon world or, uh, 24-7 if you want. Just don't go jumping off a cliff or crashing into a pole. Or how about the guys in New York who hacked the game and created a hotspot somewhere in New York uh, in this park, a Pokemon hotspot so that, you know, players and users were coming to this one hotspot to catch the Pokemon. And when they arrived, they jumped you. They beat you up, took your phone. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for your smartphone, man. You better pay attention to what's going on around you. And that's one of the craziest things. I mean, I walk around New York City. I see some of these younger people crossing New York City, Manhattan, not even looking around them. Like cars are going to stop for you. Like bikers are going to stop for you. Bumping into people, it's crazy. And, and you, you know, people can't even walk the streets without even looking up anymore. And that's the world we're living in. Um, Snapchat recently filed a patent for augmented reality use for advertising. So we talk about how 
how virtual reality and, and augmented reality are changing the game. Well, here's Snapchat already looking towards how do we monetize and create advertising for something like this. And I think that's one of the most frustrating parts for, you know, here at the NEC NFL Draft Bible is being able to incorporate real-time advertising. And, you know, there is a little tidbit in the, in the group, Facebook group that I posted about, I think three companies that came together and, and now finally do have that technology. But talk about that is something that's in its infancy. In its infancy. Okay. Um, <clears throat> sports apps. <laughs> I mean, geez, everybody and anybody's hitting me up about sports apps. Geez, this, this is the next thing everybody's trying to get a piece of the pie of. Live streaming technology has created a explosion in the sports application market. And I think the challenge here now with with all the sports apps coming out, how do you stand out? How do you distinguish yourself from the next person? How do you get ranked on iTunes? How are you on that first page? How are you competing with mainstream media that has millions, if not billions of dollars to make sure theirs are listed first. So there's definitely some challenges here before, you know, you get all excited about developing a sports application. Well, what makes yours different? You got to give it away for free if you want to compete. But then there's in-games add-ons and sales that you can sell advertising, you can sell upgrades, you can make money those ways, but you know, if you are going to launch a sports app, you pretty much have to give that bad boy away for free. Rick Saratella here, sports talk, guys, talking sports. I was almost going to say talking football. Uh, you know, we've been going balls to the wall around the clock, but we're talking sports and technology. That's what this platform here is about. Um, my co-host Dave Schumann on coaching assignment. Rick Saratella here. You there. Jaguar. Jaguar shifts into high gear with virtual reality. So now you see car companies, um, you know, incorporating virtual reality into their cars as a PR gimmick. But, hey, uh, people with money sometimes get bored. They want to be cool. And now they can spend to have virtual reality in their Jaguar. Um you know, a couple other things I have going on, augmented reality, if you want to learn more about that for industry, aside from gaming, we've talked about esports and how that is going to really evolve and combine and, and uh, bring augmented reality and virtual reality together. But real estate, dating, retail, exercise, some of the other industries who could be on this augmented reality popularity train. And then you want to see what your office is going to look like in 20 years. You know, say goodbye to Skype. You're going to have virtual reality maybe in the workplace. It could be coming. It's not too far-fetched, but this technology is right around the corner. Um, Intel is uh, got a smartphone processor new on the market, uh, working at Qualcomm Stadium and Qualcomm Snapdragon 820 processor. They're touting it as the Intel Corporation's next big thing. You can learn more about that. And now you have technology really is to be expected. 
it's not something we're waiting for anymore. It's not something that's on the verge. It's here. It's real. It's um, it's immersed around you. Look around. You have a smartphone. You have Facebook. You have social media. There's an article here about Major League Soccer and how it's embarrassing that Major League Soccer doesn't even have goal line technology. So here is an author discussing about a recent game, July 9th, Real Salt Lake against Montreal, and and a number of fans were unhappy. But I guess there was a save. It was called a goal, and they got it wrong. And whereas, you know, every touchdown in the NFL is now reviewed, and you see them testing sensors now with with the preseason. And Major League Baseball, you know, it it, it curves around the fair pole, the foul pole. Uh, You know, that can be contested or challenged, and you can go back and look at the video replay. And we saw them using now sensors in the home run derby with panoramic 360 virtual reality stuff. But Major League Soccer does not have the technology, I guess, Maybe they have not embraced technology, but that seems to be something that in the future they should have. And Hey, people want it. People like technology because it enhances the game day experience. It allows us to get it right. Even though I'm not a fan of instant replay, I think that's poor technology. I think that's an example of how bad technology can be because we are light years ahead of what the NFL has implemented. It does not take five people, three people standing around a friggin' umbrella curtain looking into a camera talking to another person upstairs in the stadium who's communicating with somebody in the main central headquarter office in New York. That's ridiculous. And it's got five people. No wonder why it takes so long. Because I'm looking at it, it takes me one, two, maybe three times max. I got the play called right. 99.9% of the time, I can call the right play within 30 seconds of viewing it. Now you have five people involved in the decision-making process. Whose eyes are good, whose eyes are bad, whose eyes are old, whose eyes are young. Who's getting paid off? (laughs) Don't think that's not a factor. Some ref might have an agenda. So the advertising platform I was talking about, Spotify, in partnership with the program specialist at Nexus, Rubicon, and the Trade Desk, okay, this is for audio ad inventory, so it's not quite video advertising, but live audio advertising, and it took four companies to come up with it, Spotify in partnership with at Nexus, Rubicon, and the Trade Desk. They are now opening up its audio and ad inventory to real-time programming buying. So advertisers can now buy ad-supported real-time advertising on Spotify's mobile app. And, you know, basically with this app, it will target criteria such as gender, age, musical preferences. 
so you can kind of choose what dem- demographic you want to target and then advertise in real time. So that's audio. It took us this long to get here. July 22nd, 2016, we are now talking about live in programming advertising for audio. How long until we get video? Who's going to be the first to do it? Who's going to bring it to us, baby? Because I need this in my life. What else we got for the people out there? Shout out to all the supporters, and uh, I appreciate all the love. And, uh, you know, I'm going to see if we have any questions floating around on social media. If not, I'm going to bounce over to an article that I posted, not on the Sports Tech Guys group, but on the Twitter account, at NFL Draft Bible. And, you know, definitely see some people promoting the podcast. Definitely appreciate all that stuff. And uh, what I just posted before I came on air is a couple of interesting things. Uh, I I mentioned the David Shaw with the Stanford and the virtual reality, but uh, Patriots.com, and we'll be up in New England August, July 31st into August 1st. We'll be up into uh, New England territory, Patriots training camp. But on their website, interesting article, uh, with the lead in tackling tech, why the NFL needs a developmental league. And there's probably very few people on the planet that want a developmental league more than I do. However, I don't live in augmented reality and I don't live in virtual reality. I live in RIC reality, and RIC knows well enough to know that. That developmental league ain't happening. NFL ain't shelling out the dough. And if you want to see an NFL developmental league, you are going to have to see one of these independent leagues be able to establish themselves as self-sustaining businesses that the NFL can then endorse and slap the shield on and allow them to make money. If there's a league out there that can even break even, that would be considered a success then the NFL would slap the shield on it and it will allow that league to make money and be sustainable. But there's been no league out there able to do that really since the USFL. And that was 30 years ago, quite frankly. So the NFL has zero interest in a developmental league. They have one for free. It's called the NCAA. But getting back to my original point with the article, you know, there's going to be a 1,000 players, 1,200 players in NFL training camps, 90-man rosters. Only 53 are going to camp. That's 40 players cut. It's about 3,500 players going to be unemployed. And whereas, you know, you used to have NFL Europe, you used to have the USFL, you saw other leagues come and go like the XFL and the USFL. There's a bunch of others now flowing around, you know, claiming to be legit, but they're really not. But this article states the case that with a developmental league, we could do numerous, numerous technology experiments, such as the data chips and footballs that the NFL experimenting with preseason games right now. We can elaborate on that. We can make this technology 
very efficient when it comes to first downs, touchdowns, fumbles, tackling dummies. We talked about that. Only a handful of teams are using this technology. Now, is cost a, a, a this issue? Yeah, probably. Well, you say it's the NFL. How is cost an issue? Well, $8,000 of tackling dummy adds up really quickly. Oh, and did Pokemon, I forgot to tell everybody, hey, you want to be immersed, sorry to sidetrack, you want to be immersed in Pokemon Go 24-7 with the augmented reality glasses? As I was saying, that's the question. No, it's it's never really crossed my mind to do that. But, hey, if it does, you, you can pay $3,000 for those glasses. Think about that. Think about that. That is not something you are bringing to the masses soon. That is something for somebody who is rich and has way too much time on their hand for that hobby. So you talk about how far we are from augmented reality hitting the mainstream, $3,000 for those glasses. You want to be down? Better start saving. (laughs) Sorry to sidetrack there. I had to get that in. But back to the proposal on Patriots.com, tackling tech, you know, with the sensor chips, the tackling dummies, the wearables, catapult. We'll have catapults on uh, at some point soon. And, and, you know, their acquisition, their $1 billion acquisition of Exos Digital and, um, you know, how they're going to capture data and content and change analytics using wearables, and a developmental league would definitely help expedite that process. And we've talked about, you know, a half a dozen teams last year using virtual reality. We had Striver on that said a number of teams this year are hopping on board, but they want to remain anonymous. So we don't know how many teams are using it, but what if we implemented it sooner, faster, so that it was commonplace? Wireless networks, I mean, this is a big problem. If you've ever been to a concert, a sports event, all the people trying to access the Internet now on their phones. I mean, these venues really need high-speed Internet. I remember the Red Bull Stadium. I helped part of the team for the first live concert broadcast at Red Bull Stadium, 25,000 people the most that you could possibly cram in the venue. We did all of our audio checks, video checks. Everything was good. All of our communications were good. Our wireless headsets were great. The director was talking to the cameraman and the the rafters, the cameraman, uh, front stage, backstage, upside down. Everything was beautiful, and then the gates opened. (laughs) Then the doors swung open and people came through the turnstiles and before you know you had 25,000 people accessing the Wi-Fi (laughs) and guess what two minutes before we go live our communications die our Wi-Fi headsets die because now everybody was scrambling for this frequency and that's a perfect example a big time event that was for AEG AEG Media, AEG Live, that was big as big as it gets. So there's an example of 
you know, how wireless is, is still fought, you know, in Japan, there's no such thing as a dropped call. Their cell phones are much smaller. We're not there yet. America is not number one in technology, I hate to tell you. We're not. We are behind. Also, game communication systems, you know, we've talked about that a lot on this show, in-game communications, Google Glass, what will quarterbacks have access walking up to the line of scrimmage? Will they be seeing layers of data and technology? Game day apps for teams to bring capabilities so, um, you know, fans can order concessions from their seats, find the shortest restrooms in the stadiums. These are game day apps that are in some stadiums, but not all. That could be further developed. So, you know, they talk about the calls where there's just insufficient evidence to justify a reversal. And maybe you use lasers or pylon cams, perimeter views. The technology is there. It's just we can't do this during the regular season. We don't want to disrupt the product that's been a so why not a developmental league? Well, if you listened earlier, it's not going to happen, unfortunately. But I will tell you what, if anybody out there is working with one of these developmental leagues, I hope you're listening because here's a way to distinguish yourself and really draw attention to yourself. You want the media? You want the PR? You want to do something different? The XFL invented that 50-yard behind-the-quarterback camera view. The XFL invented that. And we're still talking about it. So technology can differentiate you. And whereas the Major League Soccer is not adapting technology, the NFL is. And speaking of the NFL, I hate to end the show on a somber note, but Quadri Ismail just posted, came across my timeline, uh, Dennis Green former Minnesota Vikings head coach. Rest in peace. God bless. And uh, someone who died way too young, for sure. Uh, So, rest in peace, Dennis Green. Thoughts and prayers in his family. And uh, that's going to about do it on this show. Like I said, hate to end on a sign remote, but but we uh, hopped and bopped around. A lot of different things that we got in. Tomorrow, uh, I have some interesting stuff, including Periscope, live stream, now embeddable on the web. We'll talk about what that means. Um, and a bunch of other cool stuff. So check us out on the Facebook group, Sports Tech Guys. Sports Tech Guys website coming soon. Uh, big announcements coming soon. NFLDraftBible.com, 30-day free trial draft 2016. Please get on board with that if you want to support us. That's the best way to do it, and I promise you our premium content is out of this world. But we have plenty of free content, nonstop videos, podcasts, such as this, College Gridiron Showcase, cornerback edition aired yesterday. Me and Craig Wright co-hosted from the NEC Media Day, and we had Justin Gamble and Joe Everett dropping gems on you. And, of course, we're getting ready for our football training camp tour 
uh, on location across the nation. It kicks off with Odell Beckham Jr. Youth Football Camp. It will then bring us to New York Giants Training Camp and back down to Atlantic City for the New York Giants 30-year Super Bowl reunion. From there, we'll be in Philadelphia for the Eagles camp. Then we'll shoot up to New England. We will cover the Patriots for two days. Kevin Falk, Hall of Fame, Ring of Honor induction. We will also have live coverage of the Athletic American Conference, ACC, on lo- AAC, I should say, on location. And that will all be happening at the end of July into August. And, and whoo, we'll really be in the thick of things with training camp, picking it up on the NUCSportsMag.com. Dave has the showcase going on in Texas, the NUC All-American showcase going on there. So follow him on Twitter at NUC Football. You can follow me on Twitter at NFL Draft Bible. And, uh, again, if you need to contact me, media inquiries, you have a product out there that you want us to demonstrate or showcase, you want to get involved in some way, you want to be an advertiser or sponsor, you want to know more about me, what I do, NFLDraftBible.com. Check us out, RIC, at NFLDraftBible.com. Shout out to Dave Schumann and for Rick Saratella here to end the week. Have a good weekend, everybody. I believe it's Friday, so God bless you here on this July 22nd, 2016. Till the next time, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.